Hello, welcome back to the Magic Woods Podcast. This episode is called The Wrath of the Naiad. Down in the depths of the lake, Tundara was worried. She had no idea where Kiki was. She couldn't use her psychic powers to locate the girl because she had never been able to reach Kiki's mind for some reason. It was as if Kiki had closed herself off to Tundara somehow. And sometimes Tundara wondered if Kiki had more power than she did. Enough to become the next leader of their people, perhaps. If she could learn to behave herself. Well, Tundara asked the other Mosa if they knew where Kiki was. But nobody had seen her for a while. And at last Tundara feared the worst. If Kiki had gone to the surface and stayed up there long enough, the Slurians might be able to find them. So Tundara stilled her mind and listened to the thoughts of the land people, as she did from time to time, to see if she could find out if Kiki had gone up there. She focused on the city of Atasket. She began to hear rumors and whispers. A kid had seen a lady who rose from the lake, turned into a Mimi, and walked off with a stranger. And then Tondara knew that Kiki had gone to the surface and was planning to stay there a while. She knew she would have to stop the girl. She didn't want to, but she would have to destroy Kiki if she wanted to save the rest of the Mosa. So she summoned a mighty storm The clouds over the lake darkened, and a wild wind whipped through the village. A sailor on shore said, Run for your lives! The naiad's angry! The storm slammed into the city. Cold rain flooded the streets. The wind ripped roofs off of houses. Big waves crashed on the shore, capsizing the boats. And the dock was wrenched from its moorings and sank down to the bottom of the harbor. And all the Mimis went, "Ah!" and they all ran to seek shelter in storm cellars or wherever they could. Out in the forest, Kiki and Kola scrambled into a cave to seek shelter. Tree branches fell down all around them. (laughs) And Kiki said, This storm is sent from Tundara. She's angry with me. Kola said, Who's Tundara? She is the eldest of our people, our leader. Kola said, Well, why would she be angry with you? She didn't want me to know about this world for some reason. So she lied and told me there was no world above the water. But she has always been angry with me, and I don't know why. Outside the cave, they could hear tree branches cracking as the wind howled. And Kiki said, I don't ever want to go back. I'm going to stay as far away from the lake as I can so I can be safe from her. And Kola said, well, I I can help you if you like. Uh, We can head into my village after the storm's over and get some supplies. Kiki nodded and said, Yes, I like very much for that. I want you to stay with me, and I want to see your village. Does your village have shops and stores and streets and 
Libraries? Cola said, yes. Do you have all those things? Yes, in our city. Cola said, you have a city under the water? Yes, of course. It is named Matawak. Cola said, well, how do the books in your library stay dry? And Kiki laughed and said, the city is inside a giant bubble with air inside. It stays dry within the bubble. Cola blinked. Wow, that is so interesting. Wait, but what if something pops the bubble? Will the city flood? (laughs) No, the bubble can't pop. The bubble is made of strong jelly material, kind of like frog eggs. Mosa can swim through the membrane without popping the bubble. Cola said, so you can pass through the bubble wall into the lake? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And you can breathe underwater and in the air inside the city? Yes. We adapt whenever we pass through the membrane. Cola said, that is so incredible. You have a whole civilization down there, and there's a city at the bottom of the lake. I can't believe it. Kiki nodded, but suddenly she looked bitter. Yes, and that was all I knew of the world. I was told that we had always lived down there and that there was nothing up here. But I knew there was something. My dreams knew there was a world above. Outside the cave, another tree crashed down as the storm reached the height of its fury. (laughs) Kola said, Seems like Tundara's really mad at you. Kiki nodded. Yes. There was a flash of hidden power in her eyes. But now I am mad at her, too. Well, once the storm was over, the Mimis of Atasket came out of hiding and they surveyed the damage. Flooded streets, ruined boats, damaged buildings. And a sailor said, What ninny-barber aroused the Nyad's wrath? Oh, she's never been that angry before. And then the little boy, who had spied on Kiki and Kola, came forward. And he said, I saw a lady come out of the water, and she turned into a Mimi. Everyone gasped. And the boy said, And then she flew away with the new guy. The boatswain frowned. New guy? You mean Nomad Cola? Mm-hmm. Just then, Kiki and Cola stepped out of the woods and into the city, and the crowd turned to stare at them. Kiki and Cola stopped in their tracks. They didn't know why the crowd was angry at them. And someone shouted, There she is, the shape-shifting water witch, pretending she's a Mimi. Someone else said, She probably caused the storm. And the toothless sailor said, Let's hang them up by their ears. Well, Kiki and Cola didn't know what else to do. They took each other's hands and flew up into the sky, away from the city of Atasket. They flew a little ways away from the village, into the western woods. And there they found a serene and peaceful little spot in the forest, and they stopped to rest. They sat beside each other on a little log. And Cola said, I'm so sorry. I didn't know my people would act that way. Kiki said, it is okay. But we obviously can't go your town to get food and supplies now. No, said Cola. But there are things to eat in the woods, even at this time of year. And maybe we can go to another village far from the lake. Kiki smiled and squeezed his hand. Let's stay in the woods for now, she said. 
I want to see more of the wildness of this world. Cola said, okay. And then he said, uh, are you uh, sure you want me to come with you? Yes, do not leave me. I feel like uh, we are meant to be together. Cola said, yeah, me too. And Kiki said, there is a word in my language, Saradi. It means, well, it means not quite love at first sight, but it describes the sensation when first you meet someone and you know that you are going to fall in love with them someday. I felt that when I saw you. Cola said, yeah, I felt that too. Like destiny was at work. Incidentally, that spot, the little peaceful place in the forest where they first declared their love for each other, that was where, about 3,000 years later, a mysterious fellow named Old Man Oak would build his home. But Kiki and Cola didn't linger long in that peaceful place, however. They were still a little too close to the city of Atasket. And Cola said, I know a place to the south of here. There's a land called Mandigo at the southern end of the lake, and no Mimis or stick people ever lived there. So maybe we can go there and be safe, at least for the winter. Kiki said, I'd like that. Then she smiled and said, You know so much about this world, but so little about yourself, my love. Cola said, yeah, I know. But then he smiled and said, but I do know that I love you. Kiki squeezed his hand and smiled back. And that is all you need to know. With that, they took to the sky and headed south in search of a land where they could be safe from Tundara's wrath and the angry Mimis of Atasket. They had no idea that a whole other group would soon be hunting for them. A secret society of evil Mimis called the Discordia. Well, that's the end of the story, The Wrath of the Naiad. The next episode is called The Discordia. Goodbye.